Hi everyone, welcome to the Bride Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar, and this is our special podcast edition, How to Feel Better. We're in week two, step two, which is called Explore. Explore your emotions. All right, let's get into today's episode. I want to tell you a story. It's actually a Zen parable called Maybe, said the farmer. Once upon a time, there was an old farmer who had worked his crops for many years. One day, his horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Maybe, the farmer replied. The next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three wild horses. How wonderful, the neighbors exclaimed. Maybe, replied the farmer. The following day, the farmer's son tried to ride one of the untamed horses, and he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors came again to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Maybe, answered the farmer. The day after that, Military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. When they saw that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. The neighbors congratulated the farmer on how well things had turned out. Maybe, said the farmer. All right. Today, I want to talk with you about this farmer and his mindset. And what might be possible if you were to adopt a maybe attitude. So this week we're talking about exploring emotions and also engaging them. And one way to engage your emotions or to respond to them is to reframe the situation, to look at it from a different perspective, to cultivate perspective. Reframing can feel a little tricky. It can be kind of, you know, there's sort of a danger zone. It can be a little problematic because when we talk about reframing, what we're not saying, what I'm not suggesting is just like, just have a good attitude. Just, you know, think everything's going to be fine. That's not the implication. It's not the suggestion. Sometimes people do reframe a situation, but what they're really doing is denying what's going on. They're saying this, right? They're saying like, everything's going to be okay. They're denying what's going on. They're actually not really feeling the pain, the discomfort. The farmer, when he says maybe, he's not saying everything's going to be okay. Really what he's doing is creating a space before any framing at all. Just creating spaciousness. Hitting pause on the whole thing. The farmer is saying we're not at the end of the story yet. 
We're not there yet. We're going to hold off from making a declaration of this is what happened. We're going to hold off on judging, really. When we do this, what we are doing is cultivating equanimity. Now, some of you may be familiar with that word equanimity, and some of you may be new to it. It's a term that is a little hard to grasp, and it's one that I have never found another word to describe what it represents. And so I'm going to try to explain what equanimity means. I've found that for me, cultivating equanimity, it's cultivating the maybe. Really, it's cultivating the maybe has been just invaluable to my resilience, to my ability to do what I do in my life. So I want to share this. So equanimity is like a quality of balance in the mind. Sometimes it's talked about as the ability to see with patience. It's described as having a space in your mind that can hold all things. And this concept, I want to be sure to cite attribution. This concept comes from Buddhism. It is talked about and practiced in mindfulness communities, in some mindfulness meditation approaches. And sometimes the credit is given to Buddhism and sometimes it isn't, but I want to be sure to say, actually, this concept of equanimity comes from Buddhism. And so it, again, it is it's a quality of the mind. It's a, a sort of a sensation, I don't know, you experience in the mind. And maybe you can understand equanimity by thinking about nature as a metaphor. So equanimity can feel internally like a great mountain where the mind is stable and solid and the mind is the mind is this great mountain that is not disturbed by the changing seasons and the weather. Things come and go. The emotions come and go. The thoughts come and go. And the mind stays stable. Maybe pause for a moment and just imagine what it would feel like to be a great mountain a mountain that's not disturbed by blizzards, hurricanes, thunder and lightning, a mountain that's not disturbed by scorching heat or freezing weather. And maybe think of a time recently when you felt confused or you felt a sense of turmoil 
what would it have been like to be a mountain amidst all of that? All of that turmoil and confusion going on around you, swirling, but you feel solid and stable. That feeling, that sense of stability is equanimity. Equanimity can also be compared with perhaps the ocean. So when the mind can feel vast and deep and immeasurable, undisturbed by whatever swims in the ocean, whatever floats in its water, that sense of vast, deep ability to hold it all, that's equanimity. No matter the storms, no matter what moves through the ocean, the mind stays open, huge, able to take it all. Can you imagine what it would be like to be the ocean? So equanimity is a, an invaluable inner resource. And it can be cultivated through awareness. It's cultivated through meditation. When we say to ourselves, this moment is like this, and it doesn't have to be any different right now. It is like this. And I can allow what is here and I can offer what is needed in response to what is here. That's equanimity. I mean, imagine if your mind could be like that. This is a quality that brings me tremendous relief when I can tap into that sense of maybe. It's it gives me the spaciousness to explore the emotions. It gives me the spaciousness to see what is present and to respond to that, not to other fears. And again, it can be, it's something that's developed through meditation. It's one of the, it's one of the reasons I meditate. Now, let me clarify something because Sometimes people confuse equanimity with the quality of indifference. Equanimity is not indifference. They might look alike, but they're actually very different. So indifference is when we shut down, we withdraw from something. Indifference is based on fear. Okay, that's the big difference. Indifference is based on fear. It often compels us to shut down. Equanimity is the opposite. It's being open to 
all of it. When you are feeling equanimous, you are open, you see everything, you witness everything. And then you are able to decide on the appropriate response to a situation. I am feeling really tempted to go into a description of how it is that meditation helps you cultivate equanimity because I'm so passionate about equanimity and what it can offer us, but this isn't a meditation course. Maybe that will come next because I am now a certified meditation teacher, but I did want to make that connection for you. So what is described in maybe said the farmer, what's described in terms of the farmer's mindset, the farmer's approach, his attitude, that is a state of equanimity. And again, for me, I found that cultivating this mind state is just invaluable to deal with this unpredictable world and to create space for my emotions to exist. When my emotions are present within an equanimous mind, I don't get freaked out by them. I don't get attached to them because I feel like I have this spaciousness so that the emotions can come and they go. Because I feel like I am that mountain. I'm stable. I'm solid. And the emotions come and they go. Everything does. Everything comes and goes. It's one of the only truths, right? It's impermanence. Nothing is permanent. And I look at them, my emotions, and I can feel like, okay, that's how it is right now. That's what's here right now. And how can I understand them? How can I listen to them and learn from them and not get attached to them, not get fixated on them? I can learn from them. I can take action in response to them and I can see that they will come and go. And I can see that maybe the story isn't over. Maybe, maybe said the farmer, maybe there's spaciousness. So today in your packet, you've got the story of the farmer and you've got a few reflection prompts. And I think there's an opportunity again for us to think about maybe, said the farmer, in the context of the pandemic and what we are emerging from. All right, everyone, I hope you're doing well. I want to remind you, Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, I will be on the Bright Morning Instagram feed live, sharing some reflections I've had from this week, answering your questions. I hope to see you there. Take care, everyone.